you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, November 16th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access. The podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one belongs to the three-time Super Bowl champ. He is powering through the jet lag from a return flight from Munich, Germany. He is the only person who picked the Bucks to win in Week 10. He's Willie McGinnis. Welcome back, Willie Mack. Hello. Voice number two belongs to the host of NFL Total Access. She is destined for two places, in my estimation. <laughs> the Sports Broadcast Hall of Fame, mark my words, and Mexico City. To cover Monday's NFC West clash between the 49ers and the Cards, welcome back, MJ. Not you gassing me up today, um, lady. I love it. Speaking <laughs> of the Cards... Are they better off without Kyler Murray? That's coming up. We will also ask if three to six feet of snow in Buffalo is the best thing to happen to the Bills since the invention of beer and plastic folding tables. <laughs> I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and we begin today's show with an examination of the TA game of the week, Cowboys and Vikings. Cowboys. Coming off their bye, the Cowboys prove... Eminently mortal. Coming off that improbable, emotional loss to the Packers are on the road. The Vikings are eight and one again. We're still having fun. We're eight and one. Coming off of that impossible, emotional win over the Bills, are underdogs. What am I missing here? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think a lot of people still think that the Cowboys all around is a better all around team. And on the other side of the coin, when you talk to Vikings, I still don't think they're getting the, the respect that they deserve based on what they've done, regardless of how they won and their record. So it's great if I'm a Vikings fan or a player because you keep giving me motivation. You keep giving me, no matter what I do, a slap in the face that we're not what we are. And I think I've, I've been on teams like that. 
and whatever is out there, we use it. And I think that's just great a great jumping point for them to get started this, this week. MJ, on the statistical measurements are interesting in this one. The Dallas Cowboys offense is third in protecting their quarterback. They are also first in assaulting <laughs> their opponent's quarterback. Their defense is fifth in scoring. They are fourth in passing. They have the fourth best turnover differential in the NFL, which strikes me as being very, very important. On the other side of the ball, Vikings defense looks vulnerable. Total defense, 29th. Mm. Passing defense, 29th. They are second in forcing turnovers. So they are a kind of bend, not break, as we've seen from a Kansas City team that actually won a Super Bowl with a bend, not break defense. And yet, I don't know that we can say that about this team, at least not yet. They are second in the NFL in turnover differential, which, of course, is always a plus. Let's talk about tail of the tape in this one. If we were to go down, starting with the quarterback, who has the edge in this one? Is it Dak Prescott coming off of that depressing loss to the Green Bay Packers on the road? You saw that indelible image of him sitting on the bench with nothing to do about it? Or is it Kirk Cousins, who, as Willie mentioned, doesn't get a lot of credit, maybe deserves more than we give him? I- I'm going to give it to him. To I Kirk am. Cousins. Because he has been steady this season. He's not going out there and losing games for the Vikings. And sometimes that's all you need to yes. do. And they have momentum on top of that. A huge victory yes. for them. So I would say because of that, I do think Kirk has a little bit more of an edge here. In the tail of the tape, MJ gives the edge at quarterback to Kirk Cousins. Do you agree? I agree. Never thought I'd say that, by the way. I I agree, but it's not because of Kirk Cousins solely. It's Mm -hmm. because of what's around him. He caught it! At the Bills 40! What a grab! Okay, let's talk about what's around him. Let's go down the tail of the tape to the wide receiver unit. Is this easy? Is the answer who has the edge the team with Justin Jefferson as opposed to the team without Justin Jefferson, or is that too easy? No, I would say it's not too easy because you you can't cancel out Thielen, who's a really good receiver. I know Justin Jefferson gets a lot of the attention. And, by the way, they just also got a tight end. And they got a guy that's pretty good out of the backfield catching the ball in Dalvin Cook. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So I would say that when you put all that together – that makes it maybe a little bit easier for Justin Jefferson to get some of some of the attention that he's getting. You can't always double him because they have other playmakers that'll hurt you. So being the guy that said he was going to lead all receivers and everything before the season started and his skill set with the catches and route running and all that, he is one of the best. Yeah. He's um, an extraordinary player. Right. I think we can agree on that. He passes the eye test, but he also passes the stat test. His catch radius is enormous. Oh. He's been thrown balls all year by Kirk Cousins that, even in a clean pocket, are not exactly on Perfect. the hands. Nope. They're not exactly on the numbers. He is making Kirk Cousins look, at least statistically again, a heck of a lot better than he actually is. Man, what a wonderful thing for Kirk Cousins to be able to throw it in a general direction and know that <laughs> nine out of ten times that kid's coming up with a ball. Let's talk running backs. Do you give the edge to Dalvin Cook, who had a, a bit of a breakout game, which is a strange thing to say about Dalvin Cook, yeah. a breakout game in Week 10, but he did have something like that. Or do you give the edge to the Zeke and Pollard gambit, even though Zeke was a bit of a no-show last week? Was a no-show. I think when the two of them work in tandem like that, no question, it's, it's that bad. So if Kellen Moore and the Cowboys offense decides to commit to the run and feed the machine, they have the edge. I don't know why they're not committing to it more. Well, that's the question, isn't it? it Will they do it? I mean, they have to. What about pass rush, Willie? Uh, Something you know a little thing about. The Cowboys have four players with four or more sacks. I know you did a little bit of a deep dive into this earlier today. 
Do the Cowboys have the edge in pass rush? I'm going to say yeah, because the pass rush is spread it across the entire D-line. And they got multiple guys that you mentioned with four-plus sacks. They can get after you a lot of different ways. They have depth, you know, from the ends all the way inside. So I know that Minnesota has Darius and they have Danielle Hunter, but those are the two prime guys. When I look at the Dallas Cowboys front, they got about five or six guys that can get after you that have shown they can from the rookie all the way to the Demarcus Lawrence. So um, I'm going to give that to the team that's leading the league in sacks, and that's up there with pressures. You know, we looked yesterday a little more closely at Dak Prescott where he struggles on the field, and the answer is between the hash marks. In the middle of the field, zero touchdowns, three mm. picks, a passer rating of 35.9. Mike Robb and David Carr did a good job of illustrating that for us yesterday, MJ. Does that give the edge in the secondary to the Vikings? I think it sort of has to, right? I mean, that it's it's been... Plainly, not only did our guys spell it out for us <laughs> in bold letters, but we've seen it week after week. We have, and it seems that this team misses Amari Cooper a lot more than they must have yeah. thought they would. Yeah, you know, but I will say this. It's hard to miss somebody who did not want to participate or mm. beat it anymore. It's true. So they, they had no choice but to move on. And to their defense, Gallup stepped up in a huge way. He did. CeeDee Lamb was already transitioning to the number one receiver and at the time they had Cedric Wilson they had other guys that were contributing playing at a high level which they don't have Wilson no more he's in Miami but the Vikings secondary is really good at pressuring the football they've always been good at being around the ball ball hawks getting the ball out Harrison Smith Patrick Peterson is a hall of famer and they do they are at top of the league at pass defenses so although maybe the interceptions as a as the total secondary is not high Two of those players have seven combined interceptions. So both of those guys lead the charge, but they do get their hands on footballs and get them, you know, and bat them down, which is the same as, you know, stopping the pass or killing a down. So the Dallas Cowboys have the edge in terms of the pass rush. They have the edge if they commit to it in terms of the running game. Vikings have the edge everywhere else. Let's finish with coaches. Uh This is a tough one. It, right, it really depends on the day a lot of times. But just in terms of eye tests, sitting here on a Wednesday, who has the edge in terms of the coaching matchup, if you'll call it that? Is it Kevin O'Connell or is it Mike McCarthy? Kevin's rolling, man. He is. Whatever it is, he's, he's pulling doing the in right there. strings at the right time. He has been steady, calm. We never really see him get too far off one way or another. And the record speaks for itself. They're winning. They're winning a lot. They're really consistently. I see you, Kev. I agree offensively what Kevin is doing, and they said that this offense would be opened up a lot more, yeah. right, mm-hmm. and be a yeah. lot more aggressive. Right. Yeah. But when you say coaches, I got a pair of Dan Quinn in that, Ooh. In, in, in that right there. Cannot forget. So when you talk about one of the top defenses in almost every category, if I pair Dan Quinn with McCarthy. The scale just went zoop. Yeah, yeah very kind of, different. Just a little bit. Yep. Just a little bit. So you give the edge with the Dan Quinn yes. ride or it has, die. It has to be Dan Quinn paired with Mike McCarthy. Very interesting. Okay, I'm not going to hold you to a score. We will get to that on Friday. But finish this sentence for me. This is the TA game of the week. So I'm less interested to hear from you what happens. Tell me how. You wouldn't be surprised if the game goes what kind of way. How does this game play out? Is it close to the end? Is it a route? Do the Vikings shut everybody up and say, how dare you make us underdogs in our home building? We're going to run the brakes off this team. How does this one go? I think this, close, this game is closer than what we may think. Yeah. 
because the Vikings can feel disrespected, but yes. they still won the football game yep. and they're still winning. Yes. Um, which they're on the right track, heading the right direction. The Cowboys are very disappointed off of how they played last right. week. So they should be a little bitter and have a certain taste in their mouth and want to come out. If they could have played the game an hour after they lost last week, they would have been out there <laughs> in the parking lot playing. So yeah. I think that's going to make it more competitive. Willie, I always wonder, we talk about that outside the lines, those of us who never played and don't know. When we see a team suffer a disappointing bitter loss like the Cowboys did. Is that the fuel that a team needs? No is question. that effective fuel for the no, next week, or is it demoralized? No question. It, it, it's, it's effective. It, it, it does galvanize the it's team? It's effective. Sunday can't come quicker. Right. Mm. It just can't come quicker. And, you know, when we lost games, it was like a, you know, it, it was like a, I mean, it was like something bad happened, yeah. you know, in our locker room. you about world. to say cemetery? Yeah. It was like, right? I mean, it was like, I don't want to get into that, but it was... yeah. It, everybody was pissed off. Everybody had a bad feeling. Everybody was in a bad mood. Everything got a little more chippier. Like, it was just the worst thing. And when you got a locker room full of guys like that, that says you, has, you have a really good team. The guys are going about their business, having a good time, laughing, no big deal, go back to normal. Uh, I might wonder a little bit about that. But it just seemed like the Cowboys, after that loss, including Dak, the way he spoke, said volumes of how they're going to come take that and then get prepared and get ready for this you week. You should be mad. You should yeah. be upset. Yeah. yeah. Well, MJ, the reason I ask is that we brought in the emotional element last week. With Derek? Dallas Cowboys, Mike yeah. McCarthy returning to Green Bay after 13 glorious years. Well, some inglorious, but 13 pretty effective <laughs> years, <laughs> right. pretty, pretty yeah. successful years in green and gold. The emotional element, we assumed, would drive the Dallas Cowboys to, of course, we're going to win this game for Coach. Coach is going to walk out of here an easy winner. Didn't happen. How do you see this one going down? <sighs> that's, that's where I battle, Willie, where I've been thinking for the last few days. Okay, is it that bad taste that almost shame like I can't believe we lost this game or is it the we are not about to be disrespected in our own house mm. mentality which one of those edges out I'm still on the fence to be honest with you I can't pick a winner yet but I am leaning towards the Vikings only because the entire season they've been discounted and said that they've been overrated and oh yeah but right and then finally, they get the biggest challenge of the year against the Bills. They win. Yes. And the, <laughs> and the storyline around it is still like, well, did they win or did the Bills lose? Right. There's yeah, no they way won, that, but it was more but Bills correct. lost than the Vikings win. There's no way that that locker room isn't pissed about that. Right. Like, what else do you want from us, right? Absolutely. One thing we have seen a lot in social media, I have the social media footprint of somebody on witness protection. I really don't have one. <laughs> Amazing. But you guys are nice enough to sort of show me stuff. And the fact is, this Vikings team in the locker room after wins, on the plane on the way back to Minneapolis, it's a happy team. It's a joyful team. You've been on joyful teams. Joyful teams are effective and dangerous teams. This team is happy. I will say, though, Justin Jefferson, speaking with Kimberly Martin after the game, said, you know what? Don't talk about us anymore. You guys didn't talk about us before. You've been discounting us. Don't talk about us anymore. We're eight and one. I like that. I loved that he said Who that. Who else did we hear that sort of defiance from early in the season? We heard. Jalen Hurts. Yep. Jalen Hurts yep. Hurt said, you didn't talk about us last season when we were one and five. Don't talk about us now yep. when we're five and oh. I love it. I love it. Players, I, that's interesting. Players look for anything to motivate themselves. And of course. whether we think they listen or not, they do hear of course. the noise. And coaches make sure they hear certain things 
because sometimes the coach's message get a little constant, get, it gets sure. a little, you know, kind of the same, a little stale. Yeah. But when you hear <laughs> other people say it, like Belichick used to be on the treadmill going through all the news clippings, and then somehow those things would end up on our lockers or <laughs> somehow, on, magically. On, on the team, the team meeting room where we all come in there and we're looking up and we're reading all this. It's used. Yeah. It's used. And you gotta constantly find different things, especially with teams that are on a, you know, that are going, playing at a certain level and winning, you got to constantly do that. Yeah. What are we going to be mad about this week? Uh, let's figure it out. Let's find something. Who finds the necessary, whatever that is, to motivate themselves in the TA game of the week? Dallas Cowboys on the road to face the Minnesota Vikings. Can't wait for this one, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. My guest today, MJ Acosta-Ruiz, the host of NFL Total Access, the broadcast. And, of course, (laughs) Willie McGinnis, the one-man, three-ring circus, the Super Bowl champ in the house. The man who has the NFL record for playoff sacks. Do you ever think about that and think to yourself, man, I hope that thing sticks around? (laughs) <laughs> is, it, is it in danger? Is there anyone out there you would know, and don't pretend not to, you would know if there's somebody out there who could make a run at it? If so, who is that? The guy that used to be on my heels was Suggs. He used to be right there. I think oh, he was like two and, Suggs. two and a half T-Sizzle. or three, sa- three sacks off, and he was on a good team. Yes, he was. So yeah. part of that record is being on a good team, yes. getting to the playoffs. you got to have opportunity. you got to have opportunity. The other guy I think that's kind of have some opportunity is Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah, he's not far off. He's like kind of right there. T.J. Watt, I'm not sure, was 
kind of probably like sniffing around. There's a couple guys, but yeah, I mean, records aren't meant to be broken, but when it's yours, you don't want it to ever be broken. I mean, it has been a minute, Willie. I'm glad to hear that because you earned it. You earned it with spectacular play, and I, I would, I think, I'd be disappointed if you if you felt differently about it. Of course, you want to keep it. You should keep it as long as you can. And you know what, Aaron Donald, uh, T.J. Watt, not playing on very good teams this year. You may be safe for not a little while. Not sure they'll be in the playoffs this <laughs> not year. This year. Yeah. Our next segment is called "Is It Just Me." Willie and MJ, is it just me, or are the Arizona Cardinals better with Colt McCoy? Wow. Colt McCoy continues to deliver. This offense looks entirely different right now. They sure were on Sunday. They sure were on Sunday. Now, is that a false dawn? Is that a false premise? Is that overcorrection? Willie, are the Cardinals better with Colt McCoy? Is it just me? For a small sample size, you would want to think that. And then Mm -hmm. when Kyler was hurt, like before and Colt came in, it's like he kind of gave the team a jolt and they were playing different. But when you take one of the most exciting players off of a team, it's different when you game plan, but it's way, way easier for a defensive coordinator to say, we're going against a Colt McCoy versus a Kyler Murray because there's so many things you got to prepare for when it's Kyler Murray because of his skill set. Now, can another quarterback go in and get the team excited and play at a high level and maybe the team react and play better? Yeah, we've seen it. MJ just said it. We've seen it. Yeah. But is that sustainable? Is that going to be, can they go on a long run, get into the playoffs, and consistently play at that level? That's the question the experts and the people got to ask. Is that, now we'll, we'll know. Give me a five-game sample yes, size. Yes, right. Fair enough. Now, uh, we got a brief sample size of the new show featuring the Cardinals midseason. <laughs> Thank you, Cable. And we saw an image that I found very interesting. We talked about it in the meeting. Bit of a huddle up, Buda Baker whipping the boys up. And on the outside of the circle looking in, as always seems to be the case, is Kyler Murray who, if I'm judging your body language, Kyler, I'm not suggesting that I know the truth of your spirit and your mind, but on the outside looking in, it looks as if you have less than zero interest in the moment, in being a part of this team. You seem distracted. You don't seem to be a part of this team. Am I overreading that, MJ? I don't think so. Another dis word came to mind. It wasn't so much distracted, but disinterested. Disinterested, yeah. which is the, uh, the, the most evil sin of all in a team yes. sport. No question. And that, that's something that I don't understand. As the quarterback, as a competitive athlete with top-tier talent, I don't understand how you can be apathetic at best about your team. Willie, what do you do with a guy like Kyler? I'm not suggest I don't I don't want to single him out too much, but this is the narrative of this team and I think you mentioned something earlier today. The reason this is as big a narrative as it is. A lot of teams over the years have had quarterbacks that didn't turn into what they thought or hoped they would. They paid the man. Yes. That feels like an anvil around your neck and you are tied to him. The NFL has proven year in and year out that they can always say goodbye to even overpriced players. But the problem in Arizona is that the scheme that they have in place is tied to the coach that they brought in. And the Cliff Kingsbury offense requires a piece like Kyler Murray, doesn't it? It does not really work with a piece like Colt McCoy. It doesn't. And I think you can adjust the system, but... If you're planning on taking that player, you have to marry the system that fits his skill set. Yeah. 
which now you're looking at and analyzing everything from the coach, the player, does the system work? Is it consistent? Can teams figure it out? And at this point, you can say, yeah, because they haven't went deep into a playoff run. They haven't won any championships. And you're still waiting on what you think could be to happen. And when you got a guy in all accounts from everything coming out of there, from the coaches, remarks, players, and everything else, that's not really a team guy where a team is being built around him, it's odd to me as well why you're so disinterested yeah. because you've gotten everything you've wanted yeah. from that team. You used the word coddled earlier, or cuddled maybe. You, the, like he's been, should, I, should I have said coddled? No, no Same thing. I, I, whatever. <laughs> I think, but I think either was, was exactly accurate. We get a sense that this kid gets kind of kid gloves are worn around right. him. He gets pats on the back and hugs when really he deserves maybe a little bit of tough love. My question to you is, Willie, you were the, the enforcer, the, the ostensible captain of that Patriots team. A Patriots team, that let's not forget, listeners, won three Super Bowls, maybe could have, should have won four that generation. What do you do with a guy like this? I'm not suggesting we order a code red, but <laughs> there, isn't there something that you do to say, hey, young fella, we need you and we demand of you a certain, I don't know, behavior, a certain commitment, an interest, lose the disinterest, let's be interested, please. How do you, how do you get a guy who seems disinterested there's to old, reconnect and re-engage? There's an old, old saying that says there's no skin in fo- the thin skin in football, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? And when you're talking and communicating with, with men about um, their job or leadership or things they can do to make other players around them better, You have to be receptive and understand that. When you let a guy come in and pretty much do whatever he's doing, the way he wants to do it, now he gets into a certain way. Mindset, behavioral, the way he moves, interaction with teammates, whatever you can think of. And when it's not working for the team or everybody anymore, how do you go and tell him that he can't do all the things you've empowered him by a contract, by his position, by draft status, whatever else, that he can't do that anymore. That is a coaching system thing. If the coaches let it be known that I will get on my starting first pick quarterback, the same as I'll get on the sixth round draft pick quarterback, special teamer, there is no difference. Everybody will be held accountable the exact same way. Then it's a different message because in our locker room, that's how Parcells was. That's how Bill Belichick was. So you already knew whether it was a Randy Moss coming into the locker room, whether it was a Corey Dillon coming into a locker room, a Mike Vrabel, a Brady, a, a Drew Bledsoe who signed for $100 million as a starting quarterback, whoever, myself, everybody's going to be held at the same level and be accountable no matter what. If you mess up, you're getting called out. Yeah. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're not getting called out. Then when we got enough leaders in the locker room and had the right nucleus, it was the players who pretty much delegated a lot of that, regardless of your status or position or paycheck number. It did not matter. None of that mattered in our locker room. And I just don't think that they have any of that in place right now because now it's hard as coaches, which I'm aware of, to go to him and get him to change because he bounces, he kind of goes right back to what he was. Yeah. You see it in games, in game. I think the, the phrase that always springs to mind is attitude reflects leadership. 
and good leadership requires a standard of accountability. Right. There seems to be an absence of both currently with the Arizona Cardinals. But let's not forget what the question was. Are they better with Colt McCoy? Maybe not for the long term. But, man, they look good on Sunday. Sure did. I was at the game. I saw it in person, Drew. And so the Eagles lose 32-21, to 21, a thoroughly aggravating loss because they were not at their best tonight. MJ, is it just me, or are the Eagles in danger of losing a second straight game to a Colts team that, yes, beat the Raiders, but... Matt Ryan back in the lineup, 21 for 28, 222 yards and a touchdown. And our friend Jonathan Taylor, 22 carries, 147 yards, one touchdown, and the offensive player of the week in the AFC. Are the Eagles in danger here? No. The answer, the short answer is no. No. And is, that, is, is it as simple as that? It's not as simple as that, and I'll tell you why. It's the same thing that we were talking about before with teams coming off of a loss. Yes. No one has a more sour taste in their mouth right now than, than the, the Eagles. Eagles. That was a game that, by all accounts, they should have and could have won. Yes. And they didn't. Um, and beyond that, I always think of <laughs> when my mom, like, I know what you're about to do, and you better not. Better not. Like, right. between her things. I'm looking at you, Eagles. You better not lose this game. Translation, Matt Ryan, watch your back. Watch your front. <laughs> Heideke keeps it. Goes for the end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! A one-yard run by Heideke! Willie, is it just me, or is it possible, just possible, that Carson Wentz never makes another scheduled start in the NFL? It's hmm. possible. It's definitely possible. And the reasons why he's not starting is because of injury. So you can never count out an injury as far as guys getting on the football field or whatever the case may be. But when you've heard it out of a lot of different locker rooms and teammates that he is not a great leader and men don't follow him and pretty much he doesn't have what it takes to make people around him better, mm. that's not good No, it's as not. At, at, when you're in the role of that position. That's not good. You can see the energy change with, with Heineke. You could see the production change with certain players. You could just see everything change, regardless if he's more talented in size and arm strength and all this. I think empirically, he has, agree he's not. Right. He has a will, though. Yes. And he has something about him, and he has a fight that's in him that won't quit, that is contagious to his teammates and to what he brings to the table. And I think it's that underdog mentality, not giving a shot, hearing people tell him what he can't do. Yes, sir. Not being a starter, and he's still humble because he still said when he's healthy, if he has to be the backup, no problem. I'll do what my job requires. And I love that about him. Yeah. But we all know he wants to be out there doing what he's doing now at 3-1. and one. Peterson picks it off, and that will end it. Unbelievable finish. Unbelievable finish. No one can believe it. I can't believe it. Hard to believe, Murph. Is it just me, MJ, or are Josh Allen and the Bills in serious danger of losing a third straight game and a place in the AFC playoff picture? They haven't scored a second-half touchdown since week six. Josh Allen leads the NFL in turnovers with 13. He leads by far in turnovers in the red zone. Is it just me? It's not just you. You know, my dad called this a few weeks back, and I was really? like, Pops, you're crazy. What are you talking about? So now, once again, I have to admit that he was right. <laughs> um, but it, it is starting to concern me a little bit. I think that he is the type of quarterback and that we've seen the type of growth in Josh Allen, especially over the last two seasons, that shows that he is mature enough and has the right leadership qualities to say, all right, how do I course correct? Like, this is on my shoulders, these specific mistakes. Mistakes that he owned up to and took accountability for after the game. However, 
accountability is one thing, it's getting back out there and fixing them quickly to get back into the win column. Um, that's the most important part of that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Last question, is it just me, Willie? Or is the city of Los Angeles the current capital of dramatic disappointment? Oh, Everything going against the Rams. Sensational, <laughs> I don't know, suckiness. That's going to do it. That is it. Big time bummer and football fizzle. Seriously, man, the only thing more disappointing than the Chargers are the Rams. You're right. The Rams are three and six, three straight losses. The biggest loss of all, of course, may be Cooper Cup, who's out for now oh. at least four weeks with that high ankle. Uh, he's doing a tightrope procedure, apparently. I don't know what that means, but I hope it doesn't involve a blindfold and a high wire. The Chargers are five and four, so they are a winning NFL team right now, but they are out of the playoff picture, and they don't pass the eye test. This is your home, Willie. What the hell happened here? I don't know if it's Super Bowl hangover, complacency, or just riding that wave too far into the offseason with the Rams. But it just doesn't look the same. You know, if you take a deeper dive, a lot of people can say defense is kind of figuring out what the Rams do. Right. And they're combating it with certain things because the offense doesn't even look the same, you know. And I get it. They've had some struggles on the O-line, and I can go down the line with all that, but so does every other team in yeah, the league. for sure. And those teams find a way to fix things, make adjustments, you know, maneuver, roster moves to get guys in that can do whatever they, you know, whatever they need to do. So I'm not going to make excuses for the champs, but what we thought would be a good team or a better team with the addition of Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson and, you know, kind of... The rich getting richer, we were saying in the offseason, this team just got better. Yeah. They're not playing better. No. Mm. And for the Chargers, I'm one of the guys that jumped out there. I was, I said that they could possibly go to the AFC Championship. And, we were and, all on that wave. Right. Yeah, but MJ, you remember what Willie said, and Willie's foundation for that was not the flashy Herbert Eckler. No. It wasn't that. It was about this Chargers defense, defense. who has 
occasionally recently shown a little sign of life, but man, not convincing. Mm -mm. You live here too, MJ. Is there something in the water that I'm not aware of? What the hell is going on <laughs> around here? I mean, it's it's it, this is one of the most frustrating things about this Chargers team. It's like year after year, they do a great job at scouting. They draft fantastic guys. This year, they were aggressive in the offseason. It brought in um, more guys at Khalil Mack. I mean, it looked so impressive to me. I was like, damn. They're going for it. Yes. Here we go. Yes. And then yet, we always get the same tone once we're in the season. Well, the Chargers are going to do what the Chargers do. Yeah. Why? Stop. Why are we like this? Stop it. It it's, becomes this almost really self-fulfilling prophecy. Correct. All, it's really it? frustrating because they should not be in this situation with the amount of talent that they have. They really shouldn't. With the coach that they have, with the QB that they have. On all cylinders, in every aspect, they check the boxes that need to be checked to be excellent and yet they don't execute it i'm as perplexed as the next person yeah they're on the outside looking in they were the seventh seed before last week they are now in the eighth spot just on the outside of the afc mm -hmm. playoff picture looking in last comment on the chargers do you see them working their way back in or are they going the direction they are headed ultimately this season and that is out of the conversation unfortunately they are out of big, deep threats down the field, which is what has helped Herbert without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I mean, that's also hurting them tremendously this season. Last thing, game one of week 11, Thursday night in Green Bay, Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill back under center, found themselves a wide receiver in our friend, the hyphenate. Uh, Derrick Henry wasn't needed as much in that game against the Broncos. They eked out a win, 17-10. Not very convincing, but your boy Mike Vrabel has this team playing a playoff brand of football. A lot of people say that the Tennessee Titans are the best coached team in the AFC. And that includes a team coached by Sean McDermott and, yes, Andy Reid. That's a heck of a comment, but you can kind of see where, that, where those plaudits come from. They almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs in a game in which they did not get a first down the entire second half. They go up against a Green Bay Packers team that came out with a very emotional win over the Dallas Cowboys. They go to Green Bay to do it. Green Bay is favored by a field goal. Finish this sentence for me, Willie. I wouldn't be surprised if. The Tennessee Titans go into Lambeau Field and dominate the Green Bay Packers on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Wow. And the reason why I say that is because you mentioned it. A, a lot of people were talking about the coaching. Maybe they don't have all the shiny toys you see on those other teams, but they play a certain brand of football that those type of teams don't like. Those type of teams are finesse. Mike Vrabel's football team is always going to be tough, physical, dirty, great. do whatever it takes, grimy, take you to this dark place, whatever you can think of, all yes. the great sayings, yes. and they're going to play their style. And whenever you've looked at Green Bay's struggle, it's been because they've gotten overpowered, whether it's the 49ers, whether it's whoever, yes. in the trenches. Yes. The Jets. The Jets. Mm -hmm. It's been physically dominated in the trenches. And this team is equipped to do that with Derrick Henry at running the ball and being physical and limiting opportunities for Aaron Rodgers. And you said now they got playmakers on the outside. Yep. And then def uh, uh, defensively, with Jeffrey Simmons and company up front, I think has the advantage over that offensive line to get after Aaron Rodgers. So I'm just saying maybe they don't have 
what everybody else has, but what they have, they use that to their best ability, and they are a physical team. Willie McGinnis says that he wouldn't be surprised if the Tennessee Titans go into Lambeau Field and dominate the green and gold on both sides of the ball in the trenches. MJ, the final word is yours. I wouldn't be surprised if... I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a lot more of what we saw from Aaron Rodgers and Christian Watson. Rodgers floating, caught, touchdown, Watson again! I think now they finally broke that code, right? They broke that seal mm -hmm. into the trust between the two of them. Um, and I can't imagine that they want to backtrack on that. Will it be enough, though, to get the W? That's my biggest question right now. Thank you to Willie McGinnis and to MJ Acosta-Ruiz, today's guests. Please join us tomorrow when Adam Rank, the purveyor of fantasy hot sauce and the maker of game picks, slides into the hot seat to pick every game on the Week 11 schedule. And he's got some fantasy tips for you as well. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.